Hey, everybody. This is DeFi Alpha. Thanks so much for uh, for joining our AMA. We're just going to wait a couple more minutes to let more people hop on, and uh, then we can get into our conversation. Thanks. All righty. Um, thank you guys so much for uh, for joining our Twitter spaces today. Um, we're really excited to reconnect. Um, I know it's been a little while since we've had our last AMA, and obviously a lot has gone down, and there's uh, a lot to catch up on. So, you know, maybe before we dive into specific questions, and we are just so you know, we're monitoring um, questions in the Discord, um, in the uh, AMA questions and chat channels. So feel free to drop questions there. But um, you know, before before we get into specifics, I'm just going to kind of kick off with a uh, high level review of you know where we've been, um, which we're all well aware of, and you know where where we are now and where we plan to go in the future. And I think we're, we're pretty excited um, about where Umami stands now. Um, basically, you know, we all know that there's been pretty significant um, issues with, with rebase protocols recently. Um, and, and to be honest, you know, we're, we were not completely taken off guard by that. As you know, from past AMAs and from our past messaging, we never really considered ourselves a ohm fork. Um, we didn't aspire to be a reserve currency. That wasn't our model. Um, so, you know, seeing that 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 model, you know, has proven you know ineffective for for a number of, of protocols, um, not a huge surprise. It was something that we wanted to pivot away from, anyways. Um, to be honest, just to give you guys some context, you know, we we understood that. Um, a lot of investors in projects like ours paid very close attention to rebase APY, which is why we didn't want to just um, drop it completely. If you'd noticed, we had been gradually trimming it back um, even before, you know, the full sort of fallout among rebase tokens happened. And our goal had been to get it down to a, to a less emissions heavy, more sustainable level anyways. Um, but, you know, now that things have shaken out as they have. It really has been an opportunity to make some structural changes to this project that, you know, we think were, um, have been kind of a long time coming and, and will, will benefit us. So just to kind of get um, into some of the, the changes we've made and, you know, of course, make sure to read our, our Medium post, which outlines things in detail. But basic shift is, you know, we are no longer um, emitting rebase emissions. We are not going to be um, rewarding our holders with APY and additional umami. Um, it doesn't make sense. That's, you know, the, this is a treasury um, backed liquidity project and the value comes from the treasury asset deployments. There's very little value in just emitting more of our native um, umami token if the underlying tokenomics, you know, particularly if the underlying tokenomics of umami are not directly linked to the treasury. So we've made that change. Um, and we are um, going to shift to a model that we think makes a lot more sense, which is paying out um, dividends from the revenue generated by our treasury assets. Um, so just to be clear, some of the, th there's going to be some flexibility around exactly how this works. Um, based on a number of factors, and this is a question that we've, we've seen already in the AMA, so I'll go, go ahead and address it. You know, we plan to set aside a portion of our treasury yield going forward 
um, for dividends to marinators who enter into a time lock. We're going to start off with a simple one-month time lock for marinators, and you know those who enter into that new marinate structure will get paid out a portion of tre treasury dividends, probably not more than 50% of our yield revenue at first, and I'll explain why shortly. Um, but they'll be rewarded in that. Um, we're still, you know, we're, we're interested in community feedback on, you know, the exact structure of these payouts. Right now, we're thinking of, you know, swapping um, the assets that, you know, that we accumulate from Treasury revenue for one highly liquid asset for holders like wrapped Ethereum. Um, and, you know, we can, we can adjust that, you know, based on, on community preferences going forward. Um, but what we don't pay out is dividends. We're going to um, reinvest in the in the treasury and in the treasury's various asset deployments. So you know we see we see this as a as a pretty uh, it's a pretty sweet model because it's go we're going to have a very strong fixed income component. We've run some internal calculations. We expect that our treasury can pretty easily generate two hundred percent APY. Um, I'm sorry, I'm going to take about two hundred percent APR. So, you know, we'll start immediately seeing um, that run rate accreting to our treasury. Um, right now, we're trading below treasury backing. So you can imagine that, you know, if we're paying out 50% or even if we choose to do something lower to leave more capital available for reinvestment, even 30%, we're, we're so far below treasury backing, we'll be looking at, you know, maybe as high as 80% um, APR for marinators from the start. And it's a sustainable, non-emissions heavy model. So we're very excited about that. Um, I'm going to stop there and, you know, we can open it up to, uh, to some questions, but ho hopefully that's a, a helpful overview um, to get us started. Does anyone want to chime in on the voice component? Thank you. Hey, this is Riku. Um, so I'm actually going to open it up. There's like a setting I can set so anyone can speak. This might be a little dangerous, but I'm going to open it up anyways, and anybody can uh, request to speak, and then we can have you come up and ask questions. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess another portion that we haven't really talked about, too, is the fact that we'll be, uh, we'll be building additional uh, sources of revenue, um, like the Genesis NFT collection that we're planning on doing. Um, and to go a little bit more on the utility behind those NFTs, while... Um, we're working with some pretty phenomenal, uh, phenomenal artists um, to create the artwork for the NFTs. Uh, we're also working on integrating them with the dividend model um, to where you can marinate the NFT as well uh, in order to boost your dividends um, that you'd be receiving from the protocol. Um, so we're trying to think of this whole new chapter as kind of a, a step forward in um, kind of expanding the umami universe, right? So we're starting with some NFTs. Uh, we'll be working with uh, hopefully some front-end designers to build out a bit more gamification behind the protocol itself. Um, and, you know, we're just trying to build something new and exciting um, with what we have right now, which is, you know, our team, our community, uh, as well as the treasury assets that we've been able to acquire um, through the old model. And uh, yeah, just to give a little bit more context behind even the thinking behind this model too. Um, once we realized that, you know, the bonding and uh, staking uh, Olympus Dow like 
um, rebase model wasn't really working for us. We kind of uh, took some time to investigate um, how we could kind of change that model. Uh, one of the things that kind of stood out to us was the fact that, you know, even if we're minting new tokens uh, based off of the growth of the treasury, um, there's no direct claim to that growth of that treasury. And so um, where the thinking behind the dividends came through. Um, so in effect, by utilizing those funds uh, to optimize for yield and then returning those yields as well as additional revenues that we're able to build off of, you know, incubating or starting new projects like the NFT uh, project, um, you know, we'll be able to grow together as a community and also give uh, holders a direct claim on those profits. So, yeah, just wanted to give that bit of context. And obviously, it's a um, work in progress. This is kind of a new model that uh, we're trying to innovate with. But we think it's kind of flexible enough to, you know, similar to like how Urine does it, um, where they offer the community to uh, contribute strategies and such think that's kind of the realm that we're trying to aim for is, um, you know, it's not just the team making a bunch of treasury decisions on our own, but also uh, taking in a lot of feedback, like even us. Uh, so we allocated quite a bit of the treasury for now um, towards uh, what is it, GLP, um, which is like a basket of assets uh, that you can stake for APR on uh, the GMX platform. And we have a pretty strong relationship with that protocol as well. Um, and we think that's a pretty good, safer investment that you can also uh, gain quite a bit of yield on. I think the APR, uh, it's been going between like 60 to 100%. So, um, you know, we've been experimenting, uh, listening to our community in terms of um, even the CVX bribes. Um, we weren't totally aware of that, uh, the strategy, but after doing our due diligence, um, once I think Chef from the community uh, suggested it, um, we decided to allocate part of the treasury towards that as well. So we acquired quite a bit of CVX and uh, delegated it to Vodium for yields there as well. And so we'd be returning uh, parts of the yields from those bribes as well to our holders as well. Um, but yeah, so just trying to give some more transparency around uh, the moves that we've been making in the uh, behind the scenes, as well as you know our thinking process behind everything. And so this is kind of like an open discussion um, and yeah, pretty excited about where we're headed because, um, you know, we're building new things, but also taking advantage of the fact that uh, we have quite a bit of bond treasury and being to return some of those uh, yields back. Um, but yeah, so DeFi, I think you had a, another point that you wanted to add as well, correct? Uh, yeah, just just quickly, but thanks so much, uh, Riku, for that. that that's uh that's very helpful. I, I wanted just to also touch on one other point, and, and we covered this in our Medium post, but, you know, along with these, these structural changes to tokenomics, which we think are, are pretty exciting because they, they finally link directly the, uh, the tokenomics of, of Umami to the, the treasury itself and the value it creates, and, and we do think that that's a pretty strong differentiator for um, for protocol-owned liquidity projects in general. But, you know, the other thing that, that we've been thinking about pretty deeply, and, you know, Riku sort of referenced this when he mentioned some of the projects that we're looking at, you know, we, we're aware that there's, there would not be much value in us simply, you know, 
positioning Umami as a pass-through for yield that investors could generate themselves, right? So, you know, Rika mentioned we have, you know, quite a few existing um, fixed income generating investments, uh, GLP being one, and we're going to get involved, um, you know, with with some DOPEX vaults. Um, we have, we've deployed capital to the ETH SSOV vault with DOPEX, um, as well as a, a number of other um, deployments. But we understand that for Umami to be a truly value additive project, we need to leverage some of the core strengths of this project to generate returns that would, would essentially not be possible for a retail investor to generate on their own. Um, and there are some ways we can do that, right? So we, I mean, scale unto itself is a major asset we have. Um, we have 5.5 million dollar treasury. It's at that level right now because the market is is down. Um, but a lot of those are assets with a lot of appreciation potential, and you know we're, we're going to be growing it very quickly through the yield as well. So we have this this you know this very scaled asset base, and then we've also been on Arbitrum. You know, we're a derivative of um, Arby's Finance, um, where we were created by the Arby's Finance team. So our lineage on Arbitrum really goes back to the very beginning of um, Arbitrum going live for, for smart contracts. And we have a lot of contacts on the network and a team that's devoted to business development. So, you know, the way that we're thinking about this is if you take those core strengths and you actively, you know, and this was really part of our strategy even before um, we changed our tokenomics. This was always part of our vision, but we're just, you know, doubling down on it. We want to, to be you know, active, collaborative partners with other projects, particularly on the Arbitrum network, which is you know, where we have a competitive advantage and where we have the, the deepest base of connections. And we want to build bespoke structures with these partners that meet some of their liquidity needs. We've you know, been talking to a lot of projects on the network, and it's clear that you know, finding, I mean, this has been, as I said, something that we were focused on even before um, the strategic shift, but, you know, finding liquidity um, for their tokens or for various products, that DeFi products that they're rolling out um, and creating as much utility around both, you know, partners products and our own Umami token. That's, that's a major focus for a lot of projects on Arbitrum right now because we have a very fast growing ecosystem. Um, a lot of small cap projects and you know, TBL on the network is growing. But you know, right now for, for many folks, the only really highly liquid liquidity pair is ETH, um, sometimes MIM as well. Um, and there can be more slippage than people want. And there's just you know not the level of sort of fluid um, ability to sort of generate you know, value in kind of a way that's optimized for each user's needs on the network yet, because we're still in a growth phase, right? So if you take a, you know, very large treasury like ours, and you, you know, partner with projects that, you know, have the needs that are kind of standard for a small, fast growing L1, deploy our capital accordingly through, you know, tailor made structures, we're doing something that, you know, really no one else in the network is in a position to do right now. And we think that there's going to be opportunities to create new utility for Umami itself through that, new sources of demand for Umami, um, and also to access, you know, very high streams, um, very large streams of fixed income, as well as a lot of upside potential. Because, you know, as I'm sure you're all well aware of, 
um, Arbitrum is, you know, it's been seeing pretty steady growth in TVL and, and we're really approaching an inflection point um, where we're seeing, you know, more and more capital migrating from mainnet to the L2s, better and better bridging solutions between mainnet and L2s as well as between the L2s. Um, and, and so we're expecting that over the next several months, the ecosystem on Arbitrum and the amount of liquidity and users on the network is really going to take off. So we, we're going to position our tre- treasury to really take advantage of that um, and generate you know, very high returns both through fixed income, through more utility for Umami, and through appreciation of the underlying projects that we're investing in. Um, and that's alongside what Riku mentioned, which is you know, moving into some of these spaces that we think are very complementary to our projects and our brand, like NFTs, we're working on a GameFi project as well. Very, very high ROI potential on some of these. And so, you know, we're, we're very, we're very excited to, to get this um, model, you know, fully, fully off the ground. The deployments that we have made so far, um, which, you know, Riku has alluded to, GLP, for example. Um, the reason we're doing that is because they're, you know, these are good assets. They're with, you know, partner projects on Arbitrum. And they're going to generate immediate, very significant yield for our treasury. But over time, you know, you should expect to also see more and more of these sort of bespoke structures that I'm describing, you know, with our partners, giving a, you know, adding more and more alpha um, to our treasury as opposed to things that an investor could, could replicate on their own. So I'll stop there, but I just wanted to highlight that. Thank you. Okay, cool. So I opened up the floor um, for anyone to ask questions. Just request to speak and just hop on. And uh, we'd love to answer any questions that you may have uh, regarding our new strategy, our new model, uh, what we've been up to, um, kind of enemies we're watching, anything. Just let us know. Hello. Thanks, Simple Crypto. Has to speak. Hello. How you doing? Hey. Hey there. Uh, so this is just like a, a clarifying question, because ninety-five, at least like ninety-something percent of where I'm coming from is like, this looks really cool. Uh, as the dust settles down from the last few months. This team is super interesting to me. It looks really great, pretty much. Um, everything about it looks great, actually. And um, what I'm wondering is if basically everybody is on equal footing at this stage. In other words, like there's people who bought into Z2O back in like November and people who marinated for six months and whatever else, people who, who, um, have been following this for some time and i'm wondering if basically since everything has been cleared and your um, approach is different now if if everybody is on equal footing you know somebody who comes new to the project now and somebody who found this or found the team a few months ago and that's no problem if so i just wanted to uh, maybe get some clarity on that 
Yeah, um, I think that's a great question. And we definitely are taking care um, to, because we, we recognize first off that like our community and our longstanding community members are pretty much the lifeblood of even being able to move forward with this, right? Um, so when it comes to creating new projects, um, even with like the NFT collection that's coming up, um, it hasn't been completely figured out yet, but it's going to be a pretty limited supply, um, as well as we are taking steps to whitelist certain community members that have been with us for a while. I don't want to give away too much information on that because it hasn't been 100% um, figured out. But yeah, just that's an example. But going forward, um, I think we have it all on chain in terms of um, token holders that marinated. Uh, and so, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to be taking care of them. And we recognize that we have a lot of people that have been sticking with, with us through even the Z2O to the Umami uh, change and now the Umami to Umami V2 change. So um, I think that's a good point. Uh, and yeah. We, as we build new projects, I think we're always going to try to at least uh, recognize those who's been, who've been with us the longest. Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. And you guys have been on top of everything. I mean, the uh, the timing of how everything started crashing together is just it's super unfortunate because uh, you guys in particular, your team was really ahead of the curve in terms of the rebased DAOs and uh, innovating. And yeah, it just, it just sucks <laughs> the timing of everything. Everything kind of got lumped in. People look at the charts and they all look like shit. And just, it's, <laughs> um, yeah. So no, uh, yeah, we appreciate that feedback. Because uh, even us as those working on the protocol, we see the same thing. Um, I started off just as like another token holder, just like you. So um yeah we we feel it all the same way but we also feel like there's something special uh as a team and a community so yeah we're excited to build this new model with you all and try to make it work right <laughs> yeah no we're i i agree riku and you know thanks thanks so much for for those those thoughts um yeah i was gonna I was just going to add, I mean, I, I agree, you know, this, this came as a bit of a surprise. It was obviously an unhappy surprise, the market downturn, the, the whole rebase community, um, rebase uh, project community has been dealing with. But the thing is, I mean, it's important to remember that this, this is crypto, right? So what I mean by that is, our, yeah, so we're, we're down dramatically from where we want to be and where we think we should be right now. That can reverse as quickly as it happened. Um, I mean, there's kind of two core moving parts. One is that the treasury value itself is down because the market's down. That, of course, will, you know, sort of by definition reverse, you know, as the market continues to regain momentum. Um, and then the other part of it is that we're trading at a very steep discount, which is a function of kind of the, the whole market reassessing the, um, the ohm fork tokenomics, the rebase emissions-based tokenomics structure. The good news there is that we're getting out ahead of that. And we're making pivots that you know we think are going to kind of mark the future of a lot of these um, these protocol owned liquidity projects. And we think that we deserve and you know will will get a premium to treasury value um, to treasury backing you know quite quite soon once we get our message out. So you know I I, I think that 
it's it's been difficult for everyone. It's been you know sad to see the price do what it's done, but you know clearly our, our community is still with us and the team is still very invested in this. And I think that you know things are are very likely to turn around um, in the near future, just as we continue to do what we're doing. Cool. Thanks, Paul. Uh, I think. Another community member, Axel Girl. Hello, how you doing? Do you have a question for us, or you can just come up as a speaker? <laughs> cool. All right. Um, Well, it looks like a couple other community members decided to join the stage. Hello. Hey, hey Stephen. Hey, uh, how are you? Great. Um, yeah, I've been with the uh, community for a while since C2O, and um, I've always been excited about the fact that you guys are out to uh, create yield uh, for the community members, and I think that's uh, obviously a key role um, for you guys. But um, my question was concerning um, Uniswap and um, and SushiSwap and how you guys look at that. Um, I notice as far as like liquidity locked up, um, most of the liquidity tends to move towards SushiSwap, but I feel that um, there's a lot of opportunity um, using Uniswap version three with the concentrated liquidity. Um, it's a much more efficient way to deploy capital. So I was just curious um, how you guys feel about um, Uniswap version three. Um, I'll, I'll address that. I mean, so I think when, when we're talking, are you, you're talking about for our own liquidity pairs or for our treasury assets in general? I just want to well, make sure that I'm understanding the question. Yeah, it, it could be for anything. Um, you know, if, if you're bringing new projects in, um, just in general, as far as providing liquidity or, or even creating your, um, token pairs within, um, the Uniswap pool, mm -hmm. I'm just curious why, um, Uniswap is Yeah. We're, we're not anti-Uniswap, and in fact, we have some advisors on our team who have a lot of uh, experience and depth in Uniswap v3 liquidity. So that's, that's something that, that we're very attuned to and interested in. We started out with SushiSwap because you know, there, there was a lot of liquidity for our initial trading pair, um, you know, Umami Mim, and it, it was the, the best approach for us just to deploy um, you know, that LP capital and, and develop trading liquidity right away. Um, as time goes on, I mean, I think that we're going to take a pretty, pretty flexible approach um, in general to how we allocate capital. So as we talk to partners, I think one of the questions is going to be where, you know, where are their existing trading pairs? Where do they want to develop trading liquidity? And we can deploy capital um, accordingly. And, and again, we have the internal capabilities to handle um, a, a switch over to uh, Uniswap v3. So, you know, we're, we're definitely open to that. And when it comes to our own trading pair, I mean, we've, we've been happy with, uh, with the, the SushiSwap um, LP so far, but I think that is something that, that we're going to reassess because we're aware that that's a significant chunk of our treasury capital just devoted to the, now it's a, an ETH um, Umami pair. And if there's a way that we can optimize that to, uh, to just generate more capital efficiency for that pair, we're, we're very open to that. Great. Yeah, because I've been providing liquidity on version three for a while now and just experimenting with 
um, you know, really concentrating the, the pools. And um, what I found is that there is, uh, with just regular liquidity pools, there's a bunch of just wasted capital. So, um, yeah, I definitely want to recommend looking into um, strategies to, um, to you know, concentrate the liquidity. And, and definitely, it, it's been, I've been able to make unbelievable gains um, using mm-hmm. the, the version 3. So That's awesome. Yeah, why yeah. don't you, uh, if you want... Um, ping me or Riku um, just directly or, you know, maybe in the suggestions tab in our Discord and we can just talk about that more because, as I said, we've been aware that having so much um, of our treasury in our Umami, you know, Umami ETH pair has been kind of a drag on our capital efficiency. So let's uh, let's talk. All right, will do. I'll, I'll put it in the Discord. Thank you. Um, I think another member, Nystar, joined us. Hello. Do you have a question for us? Okay, guess not. <laughs> um, I think from Kapitis in the, uh, the Discord around the tokenomics change, will there be a new contract that we'll have to migrate to, possible token supply? And clarifying thoughts on the possible Arby's merge. Um, I guess about the tokenomics change, um, I don't think there's much of a change other than the fact that we won't be minting additional tokens for now. Um, and we're going to have to take another look at that with the Arby's merge. Um, but we kind of want to build out the contracts for the Umami model first and see how uh, product market fit kind of plays itself out as we, um, you know, communicate around this model and uh, are able to build it, start working at the hinks and actually see it in practice. Um, That way, I think, you know, we need to contextualize the new product before um, we think about merging both tokens uh, because we want it to be equitable for both sides. Um, You know, our Arby's investors have stuck with us for quite a while as well. Um, so yeah, I think you had mentioned in another message, whether it be, um, a ratio based on market cap, um, while that might be a factor, it's probably not the only factor. Um, and we're going to continually gather community feedback so that we make sure, um, with whatever implementation, uh, we take, it's, you know, kosher with both parties. Um, cause yeah, we, we recognize that could get pretty messy if um, we just do it based off of one uh, factor. So yeah, that probably doesn't clear up too much, but it's also because it's pretty murky on our side as well. Um, But what is uh, a fact is just that Umami token supply won't be changing that much uh, for now. Um, And yeah, there won't be a new contract for the token itself. There will be a new contract for marinating tokens um, and harvesting rewards. Uh, I hope that answers your question. Go ahead, DeFi. Yeah, that was really well put, um, Riku. And yeah, I'm just going to sort of reiterate um, what you said. I mean, kind of the key conceptual point that I, I just hope people come away with is that, um, you know, while of course, like any project, there might be, you know, specific emissions associated with specific initiatives we take in the future, we are not going to be 
you know, massively inflating the token through rebase emissions ever again. Um, it is safe to say, you know, as Rufi said, you can expect that our um, that our total token supply is not going to be dramatically larger than our existing supply, um, really for the indefinite future. We want our holders to feel that when they purchase Umami, when they swap for Umami, that they're going to have, you know, a pretty much fixed claim, um, a proportionate claim on the treasury going forward without, you know, without in the past, the only way to have that was through staking and collecting the emissions. Now, by simply holding Umami, you get that. And then by marinating, you get the claim on dividends. So that's that's the change in structure. Um, we expect the supply to be quite stable going forward. Cool. Um, just scrolling up in the chat a bit more, uh, I'll give anybody else who wants to request to speak to just get a second to do so if they want. Um, but scrolling up in the chat a bit more, someone asked if we can prioritize aligning the treasury asset breakdown on the website. Um, and the info from the most recent article. Yeah, we're gonna work on a total kind of uh, front end refactor um, where we're showing where the treasury is being allocated as well as like the APR. Um, but yeah, this, all of that is prioritized by, for the end of the month. Um, but yeah, please be patient with us as you know we have to build it first um, in order to make sure that it's updated in real time. So, yeah, that is something that we'll be working on. Um, I think we got another question around the Argus merge and I guess team salaries and where they're being paid from and whether you know the OG team vesting contracts are being vested. I think um, the members who have left the team uh, graciously gave up the rest of. The, the tokens in their vesting contracts, so they reset the beneficiary back to the multi-sig. Um, thank you. I think Fox is in the chat. He did that. Very great, Fox. Uh, and Pick a Card did as well. Um, there was one team member that didn't, uh, but yeah, not really sure what to say about that because kind of lost contact with them, and that is quite unfortunate. But you know, we want to be transparent with the team. <laughs> or with the community that that did happen. Um, yeah. Um, and so the next question around paying current team a salary and locking up existing tokens. Uh, we currently, yeah, I think that's a good idea um, is to reset the beneficiaries for the vesting contracts um, and then start paying up as uh, like a portion of the yields as well, so that we aren't just, um, yeah, we, we don't want to uh, add unnecessary sell pressure on the token itself. I think that's kind of the problem with the fact that we're uh, compensating team members uh, through Umami right now, because um, essentially they'd have to sell the token in order to reap their salary. So we're, what we're thinking is, um, yeah, dividing part of the treasury uh, or first off, like paying a small lump sum to those that have been putting in work uh, so that they don't have to sell their token uh, from the treasury as well as um, going forward, 
also making uh, the team a beneficiary of the um, dividends as well. Um, yeah, but we're still working out kind of uh, the exact model around that. And we're doing some due diligence on how other protocols are doing it so that it's fair. Um, and we aren't just like needlessly paying out from the treasury and reducing its value. Um, but I think that's a good point that, yeah, without the team, there is no project. <laughs> And we need to be able to pay our developers uh, in order to build out the rest of the protocol, as well as the NFT project, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, yeah, we're going to be tweaking kind of the levers around uh, where the treasury yields are going um, to, number one, optimize for pretty high APR for our holders, but also be able to pay um, our developers and our team in a sustainable manner. Hope that answers your question. <laughs> but yeah, not no more kind of like six month linear vesting locks. I don't think that's the perfect or the best way to do it. And yeah, we just have to kind of learn that through experience. Uh, we have quite a few people up on the stage now. <laughs> um, I think the Malaysian guy, hello, Mr. Bear. Mr. Bear PFP, I mean. How are you doing? Do you have a question for us? Okay. Maybe I'm going to have to change the setting so not everybody can come up <laughs> and y'all can just request to speak. But, uh, okay. I think intrepid user. Hello. You have a question for us? Okay. <laughs> Hi, Milks. You're up on here, right? What's going on, guys? Can you hear me? Yo, it's Milks, everyone. Yeah, hey, sure everybody. We actually yeah. dogs Milks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope everybody's uh, doing quite nice on this Friday. But uh, the Twitter space is a bit weird with the microphone and all that jazz. But regardless of the fact, um, I just want to say, obviously, huge thank you to the team. I uh, just onboarded um, kind of as the business dev guy. Uh, guys and you know super excited to get to work we already have some you know great stuff in the pipeline just you know just from this week so uh definitely keep eyes on the announcements i think we have some great stuff uh working up and definitely excited to for the future yes, thanks man and uh we we appreciate you you know you've been uh helping us with uh some partnership outreach and you know sharing some great ideas so just uh psyched to keep doing what we're doing let's go man thanks guys Cool. Um, yeah, I think we, we're probably going to end this in about 15 minutes, but we'll give, or I'm going to keep just scrolling up in the chat and answering questions, but anybody can keep trying to request to speak and we can answer questions as we go. Um, I think we mentioned this once before, but keep asked um, what interval will dividends be paid out? How will we handle dividends during periods with potentially negative yield? Um, so interval for dividends right now, I think we're just going to keep it to one like epoch, uh, like monthly epoch so that holders are able to compound at that point, um, as well as handling dividends during periods with potentially negative yield. We're only going to pay out from profits or yields or additional revenues. Um, we're going to try our best to minimize risk from any significant downturn, but in that case, um, you know, we wouldn't have any profits to reward, in which case, yeah, 
um, it's definitely something that we're actually let to me do. let me offer a few thoughts on that because I think that that's an important thing is you know an epoch where we don't have um, profits well let I mean let's just unpack that a little bit if the market goes down it might be the case that the absolute value of our treasury declines but what we're paying out is a cut of the yield on our assets so the you know the the value of the tokens we are, we are rewarded in um, for our treasury deployments might fluctuate with the market but in absolute terms we're always going to have an income um, you know denominated in, in different um, different arbitrum tokens largely um, coming into the treasury so we will always have something to contribute to uh, to marinators um, you know the and again I mean the idea is that this is supposed to be a long-term hold with a strong fixed income component so I think that every epoch um, will, will have yield in the form of you know returns to deploy treasury assets to distribute um, and the underlying value of those tokens as well as you know the the amount of treasury might move with the market but over time um, you know it's, we expect everything to be trending upwards and we will be collecting um, yield you know monthly from from our treasury deployments Um, I think we got another question around the NFT project. Um, so we're working with a pretty great team um, of experienced like Japanese game devs. Um, we also are pretty connected with Tofu NFT, which is a NFT marketplace uh, that, that's pretty cross-chain. Um, so can't share too many details to... <laughs> I'm sure it's much alpha yet, but yeah, we'll announce more details as we go. Um, however, yeah, number one, really great art um, from some pretty great artists. That's number one. Number two, we're going to integrate the NFTs uh, with the upcoming dividend protocol so that you're able to marinate them and boost your dividends. Um, and yeah, that's kind of all we can share at the moment, but we'll share more as we go. Well, I think we have a couple other speakers who have joined. Hi, Hatch. Any question? Uh, actually, I just clicked the link from the Discord. I don't know. Not necessarily. <laughs> don't know how I got up here as a speaker, but um, I don't have a question just yet. Okay, cool. Well, thanks for joining us. Appreciate you. Uh, Winston, how are you doing? Winston. I am good. I'm good. I'm sorry. I, I was late to the call. No, no worries. Um, do you have any question, questions for us? Um, I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, obviously in front of the context of what was discussed. So I don't, you know, if I ask a question, it might have already been covered. But um, I think that, um, I guess I would ask like a, a higher level macro question, which is um, like, what, areas does the team feel like most excited by and like what problems to solve um and you know to what degree do you guys feel like um personally free to like explore those and pursue those because 
from my standpoint as a as a hodor um i uh i don't really care about like what y'all were doing in the past in the sense that like cool like it turns out like it wasn't the right approach i'm just more focused on like i just want you guys to feel like you have the latitude to pursue the best opportunities with the resources and capital that you all uh currently have and i'm very bullish on gamefi yeah that's we're totally in that same mindset um so i guess things that we're excited by um things out there that increase activity on on chain uh so for us specifically increasing capital efficiency across arbitrum um what does that mean so i think being able to offer uh investors a way to participate in a bunch of protocols at once by uh, buying umami, staking umami, and participating in the ecosystem. That's something that we're happy with. Um, in terms of GameFi, we're pretty inspired by what DeFi Kingdoms did. Um, and of course, we still have to see how that pans out. But something that we've been taking a, a look at is the the concept of kind of gamifying or making it fun to in, uh, interact with certain DeFi concepts. Um, so going forward in the long-term vision, starting with the Genesis Umami NFTs um, is a world where we, you know, we can provide a similar experience. So like a food court uh, gamified uh, experience for any Umami holder to, you know, if there's some games or mini games that we can integrate um, across, um, you know, our experience as well as, uh, yeah, to improving the UX around marinating and um, participating in all of our different projects that's something that we want uh, or exci- are excited by. Um, and yeah, I think just going forward, uh, we're really excited by uh, making the experience of participating in DeFi just more fun. And uh, yeah, I think that's kind of our long-term vision. Love it. Come, come, come for the fun, stay for the yields. Exactly. Thank you. That's a, that was a great question. I think, yeah, we forgot to touch on kind of our long-term vision, but we, we understand that we, you know, we have a community that um, doesn't only engage with crypto for um, obviously profits are good um, and yields are great, but there's kind of a free aspect to it. And that's kind of what we want to experiment with in this model is letting everybody who's part of this uh, experience um, also provide their ideas and try things out with us and experiment. Um, basically just kind of providing like a platform for uh, us to try new things with DeFi and, uh, you know, a brand that we all have together, whether it's our waifus or whether it's the food court experience. I think it's just something like a foundation for all of us to, uh, you know, take advantage of and want to build on, whether it's through the treasury allocations, whether it's through our dev team, whether it's through our community, um, all the big brains that we have, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm, I am uh, really, really excited sort of about, about where we're going. And yeah, the only thing I'll add is, you know, in, in light of some of the points that, that Riku just made, you know, I, I think that long term, Umami is going to become a very popular, very appealing gateway into a growing um, ecosystem of projects, you know, DeFi and otherwise on Arbitrum, um, you know, and that's going to be the, the case because, you know, first off, our treasury is going to be 
you know, very, uh, very focused on some of the you know, most appealing projects um, on Arbitrum who we'll be, you know, collaborating with and offering some, some, you know, bespoke alpha generating um, exposure to through our investment structures. So the treasury itself will make Umami kind of an appealing Arbitrum play. And then, you know, as we continue to roll out, you know, GameFi and NFTs and then, you know, more Umami utility through um, some of our, our partnership arrangements, you know, we really see the Umami token itself and the platform becoming, you know, a very um, attractive entry point um, for all of those reasons into, into Arbitrum. So, you know, I, I think we're, we're very bullish on where we're going. We think it's going to be, you know, very, a lot of fun for the community, um, just a really, you know, great um, entry point for newcomers as well who, uh, who want to get involved in this sort of L1 to L2 migration um and you know we we think it's going to be a really uh you know just lucrative and exciting path for us so yeah cool we have a couple other speakers that joined i think the malaysian guy hello mr bear nft or a pfp person hello did you have a question for us Okay. <laughs> Oops. Um, all right, Simple Crypto, did you have a question for us? Yeah, I meant to ask. Uh, I'm aware that the landscape has changed dramatically recently, but um, I'm wondering what the status is with the OM partnership and if there's any still like um, plan on keeping a percentage of the treasury with G geom and anything else that would be you know I, I just don't know how dramatically it's changed on your end for for that um yeah you know, I'll, I'll add quickly and then i know rico has some some stuff to say i mean we, we still have a great relationship with the homies and with the own team um obviously just the the changes going on in the market as a whole and then to our tokenomic structure mean that we have to reassess um the you know all the particulars of the partnership we had worked out with them. Um, and, you know, we're going through a phase right now where we're sort of thinking very broadly about how we want to allocate our treasury capital, where we want to focus going forward. But we still have, you know, a good relationship with them. You know, we are still very interested. You know, we think if anyone can kind of, you know, find the path forward for, uh, for rebase tokens, it's definitely going to be Olympus Dow, you know, who developed in the first place. So I think that still a lot of promise with them. Still, you know, we were, we're excited about the migration of Geom onto Arbitrum. And, you know, we want to be supportive of it. Um, so, you know, we're going to just kind of keep that dialogue open and see see where it develops going forward. But uh, Riku, feel free to, to chime in with some of your thoughts as well. Yeah, we, it was just very transparent. We just told them, hey, have you um, been keeping up with kind of the revamp that we're going through? And they, they have been. Um, so obviously the complete change in protocol mechanics means that we probably shouldn't go through and we aren't going to go through with um, the details of the partnership, including, you know, keeping our treasury 25% at home, um, GOM, I mean, um, et cetera, et cetera. So we put those terms of the partnership on hold, but we have been keeping our communication lines open um, so that we can re-collaborate on um, something that works <laughs> going forward with our, our new model. Um, so, yeah, I think... The, the overall consensus is that we're, we're all very understanding of where the market is at right now. Um, 
and the fact that you know we as umami are trying to look out for the best for our holders um and so yeah uh for now the partnership has been put on hold but not on bad terms uh we definitely want to collaborate more going forward but in a way that makes sense uh with the new model thanks for that question yeah sounds good thanks for sharing yeah um so we have about two minutes left i guess we could do some closing thoughts. I'm gonna look at the the chat one more time to see if there's any final questions. But I I have one one quick question, um, Rico. Um, so first of all, thank you so much for doing this this chat. I'm definitely gonna be listening to the recording, and I think that um, you know more of these types of ongoing conversations as you, as um, <clears throat> DeFi Alpha um, uh, mentioned, you'll be doing in the Medium posts are gonna be fantastic, especially as you all are building. Um, I would just first and foremost encourage, um, just encourage that. Like, I think there can be a tendency in this always done, but I think everyone on this chat wants to like be in the trenches with you and, and kind of like, um, hear as things are going. And so the, the second part is, um, I think we have like a really great community and I think that like, I think it's like no surprise that like the pro products and protocols and platforms that do the best have very vibrant and enthusiastic communities but at the same time that if we don't develop it, like people will go elsewhere. And so my long rambling question to you is like, what do you all need from us? Or like, what could you need from the community? Like, how would you like to see the community play a role in like, you know, enabling the greater success of Umami? And maybe you all don't have the answer to that just yet. Um, but, you know, maybe you have some ideas based on communities that you like to be a part of, or, you know, just based on like what you feel like would be, um, you know, more productive or more fun. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll chime in with a few ideas and I, I know Riku has some as well. I mean, there's, there's a lot of ways that we can, uh, just continue to, to deepen our collaboration with, uh, with the Umami community. So, you know, first, you know, right now, obviously we're, we're, focusing on a few kind of broad areas that we've talked about, you know, the, the partnerships with Arbitrum projects, the NFTs, um, GameFi, and, you know, folks who have ideas um, or experience that could be relevant to any of those things should reach out. We're, you know, we love to collaborate with community members and, you know, and field as many ideas as possible. You know, we're a small team, um, so we certainly don't have expertise in everything and we really value, you know, the whole project becomes stronger when members of the community are, are coming up with, you know, suggestions of their own, or if you work on multiple projects, another Arbitrum project, and you think that you have a good idea for a, a potential collaboration, um, please, you know, hit us up. So that, you know, sort of for the immediate term, that would be really, really helpful. And longer term, you know, I think that as these initiatives gain steam, you know, the more that we can get people to sort of get the word out, um, you know, and, just kind of participate actively, um, obviously continue to share suggestions, um, but then also kind of help, uh, help promote it, promote some of the things we're doing both among the community and just with, with other people in, in the DeFi realm broadly, um, you know, that's, that can really supercharge what we're doing. So yeah, I mean, by all means, that's, that's why we want to be, you know, very open and transparent with you guys going forward. Cause we know that, you know, it, it goes both ways. This is a, uh, sort of win-win relationship that, that we want to have with uh, the Umami community. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks so much for that answer. 
Yeah, um, I'll chime in a little bit on that as well. I think the best way for the community to be involved is to be part of like the feed feedback loop that we want to continually build. Um, so kind of our philosophy behind how I think we'll succeed or how we think we'll succeed is um, take it as kind of an opportunity. Like if you could speak with the CEO um, or if you could, you know, go up to an investment fund and just pitch any idea you wanted at any time um, or, you know, a product development group um, and pitch them any idea that you want at any time. Um, that's kind of like what we're going for here uh, is, you know, we're building an infrastructure so that anybody can kind of contribute their ideas and then we can uh, go back and forth on them, provide feedback and then uh, actually build it out or um, experiment a little bit with it um, and allocate some capital to that. So like even the CVX bribes that you know we allocated part of our treasury to, that was like a, a community suggestion that um, we asked them to give us more details around. Um, we did some due diligence and then we figured, okay, like there's no harm in really trying it out uh, with some of the capital that we have um, and try to reap some of those rewards for our community um, without you know, some certain community members just don't uh, have even the time to look into things like that. So that's kind of the uh, activity that we want to enable, right, is letting anybody participate in DeFi um, in the way that they want uh, and also have their suggestions heard and, um, yeah, providing like an easy way for people to contribute uh, is kind of the goal here that we have. Because I think having the treasury management arm as well as the product development arm um, and having the community be a part of, uh, you know, the idea space as well as the execution space, I think is something that is or could be really interesting in the long run. Because, uh, I mean, other DeFi protocols, um, I mean, there's no hate or at all, but I, I think um, it's a little less flexible. Um, and I don't know, I've been talking to a few friends and they, they might describe it as anarchy. <laughs> But I think it, it, it's fun. Um, that's part of where uh, crypto kind of lies is in the kind of freedom for people to try uh, new ideas. And so, yeah, just trying to add this kind of experimental nature um, to DeFi, I think, is something that we can innovate on uh, from traditional finance. So, yeah, I guess to answer your question. Super helpful. Let's make it happen, baby. Thank you. <laughs> All right, um, we're five minutes over the hour, so I will give everybody their Friday afternoon or whatever time zone that they're in back. <laughs> I hope everybody has a great weekend. Thank you so much for you know spending the time with us, and we're excited to keep working and obviously drop comments in the Discord, uh, drop whatever you want in the Discord. 